Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Support WrestleTalk. Donate on Patreon. Making their way to the ring at a combined weight of undeniably sexy, hailing from London, the Russell Ramble Podcast! Merry Christmas, WAF Nation, and welcome to the Russell Ramble Christmas Special. I am Ollie Davis, and I'm joined by Luke Owen. Today, we're going to be giving presents to each other, playing stupid wrestling drinking games. There's a Christmas surprise, crap gimmicks, and a Luke Christmas quiz. What more could you ask for? Click the timestamps in the video description below to be taken right there for festive fun, or stick here for more festive fun, and more importantly, more wine, please, Garçon. I will uh, top you up. Garçon means boy. <laughs> Excellent pop fiction. So that's that's the whole bottle there. Yeah, we'll uh, well, the rest it. of it. Yeah, we're we're still here, folks. This uh, this is a like the old days of SmackDown. It's a pre-tape show. <laughs> well, in fact, actually, we should really say now that the next few episodes are going to be pre-taped episodes. So I actually said in the uh, the the podcast description for Wednesday's episode. This is our last uh, live episode. Do a bit more. Uh, this will be our last live episode of 2017. Forgetting we were actually, we've just recorded one that technically is our la- actual last this live is our episode. Actual last? No, no. This... Last episode was our last live oh, one. It's so confusing. This is a pre <laughs> uh, but, but as you can see, we are we're still drinking the vino. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, love that stuff. is. The sting's gone. That I is... always find with cheap supermarket wine, the mm. first uh, the first few glasses are, oh, but then after that, it's it's so smooth. See, because I'm I'm I do like wine. Mm. I'm more of a red man than a white. A Heavy, because my my wife's very much a, a white wine lover. In fact, her was her nickname among my family when we were first started dating was White Wine Kate. Really? So when we first like met, we were we White weren't Wine Kate. Well, we what a moniker. We weren't really dating at the time, but we were hanging out a lot. Mm. And she would come over to it's back when I was living with my parents because I was saving up to buy a house. Um, she would come over when my parents were away, and like we, uh, me and her and a few of our my other friends would kind of like hang out and stuff, and we'd watch films and that. And then she would always buy a bottle of white wine for herself. And we are boys, so we would drink beer and uh, rum and things like that. Baileys. Baileys. And she would then have the white wine in the fridge. So my parents would then come home and be like, well, there's a bottle of 
it's like half a bottle of white wine left in the fridge. And then I'd have to be like, oh, yeah, me, John and Bish were drinking that. I'm trying to be classier. Mm. And they just saw, my brother was, was like, saw right through it. And he was like, mm, this is that girl, Kate. They're, this they're smells of lady. <laughs> uh, you've had a lady around. It's like, no, my brother was like, yeah, this is definitely that Kate girl that uh, he talks about quite a bit. So yeah. then she got the moniker White Wine Kate. White Wine Kate. That makes her sound like an alcoholic. Yeah. I've also said her name an awful lot, and I kind of said to myself I would never say her name on air. Well, we just, that we're, we're uh, SWAF Nation. We are worried our lady partners will disappear <laughs> if we say their name. Like, if they'll evaporate into a plume of smoke. Can I just point out something about your hat? What's that? Something quite funny. What's that? So this is an elf hat for mm-hmm. podcast listeners. Is it the ears thing? It's the ears. So the, it's got ears on it. Yeah. You are widely critiqued for tucking your ears into the hat. It bothers people so much. Maybe this is the way round it. Have <laughs> fake ears on the hat that you tuck your ears into. Maybe that's the way round it, yeah. 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 Well, there you go. There's a Christmas present for next year. Potentially. Speaking of, should we do our first one? Yes. So, so uh, we've got a... I mean, I've got four presents for you. I've got three. Well, one of those is a, an actual nice present for your birthday. Okay. Do which, you was, do- which was on the 14th. But we'll do that last. We're going to do that last. Okay. <laughs> so I've... I'll, I'll, okay, let me do this. So I'm going to point out now that... Um, these were all meant to be wrapped in red. Right. However, um, my that wife... red to me. Well, it is, but my, the other ones are, like, blue. And that's because oh. it's dual-sided, so you can choose the side you want to do. So I was mm. like, I'm going to do this in red because it's a bit more festive. Right. But then I kind of wrapped it, and I got a little bit too into it. I was distracted by BBC News because they mm-hmm. were talking about something, and it was quite early, and I was looking to get out of the house. So this one is wrapped in red. The other ones are wrapped in blue. Can I see the blue colour? This is not well, as, not asphalt. Don't hold it. Cause you, well, that's uh, that right there is the Wrestle Talk colors, red and oh, blue. Oh, maybe uh, there you go. So See, we can yeah, work it's, it's on. It. It's on. Uh, how how about your wrapping? My wrapping was. T- <laughs> I mean, you know. Well, you I, no, I know, up. I know, but they don't know. I asked Luke with a panicked look in my face about ten minutes before we started recording. Have you wrapped your presents? <laughs> and he said, "Of course I did. I did it this morning." Uh, and I said I haven't done that. <laughs> so I ran away and wrapped them very crudely in some supermarket bought uh, Christmas I, present. I like stuff. it though. That's re- that's great wrapping paper. Do not open until the twenty fifth. Have a cracking good Christmas. That's <laughs> and awesome. And it is the twenty fifth today. There you go. I like that paper. That's really nice. This is a uh, Marks and Spencers. Well, it, it falls down when I give you your birthday present. Oh, because it's in the yeah, Christmas paper. That's fine. Yeah. Do you want to? So here's a card first Nothing. to Luke and Kate, <laughs> White Wine Kate. Now we know her name. Now we do know her name. I think a lot of people saw her name anyway when we got married. Oh, you've, you've you've tightened this up quite nicely. I, this is, wasn't is, is, me. Is, is this your lady partner? This wasn't me. Well, thank you very much. There's going to be a noticeable difference in quality <laughs> and sentiment. Oh, thank you very much, man. Didn't even write in it. <laughs> You'll notice that is one type of handwriting, yep. and that is my lady partner's. It's excellent. So this is handmade. Is it really? Yeah. I was going to say, it does look handmade. I like oh. it. Oh, nice. Cheers, mate. No, in a good way. Right. There you go. Look. That's lovely. My lady partner's very good at making cards. She's very she crafty. Mm. I like it. I'm gonna, crafty. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pop that right there next to the laptop. So who wants to go first? Actual uh, present time. Well, you've just handed me something, so I will hand you something. Should, should we outline? So we both had £30 to spend on each other. Yes. Uh, I, I spent £31.20. I think I spent um, just just under thirty pounds, I think, oh, and that's I got short change. Well, that is because uh, this present I got on eBay, and it became quite competitive towards the end. 
Oh, so it was. Ah, okay. So is this the biggest? Because I've saved my biggest. Oh no, I'm saving my biggest. My biggest one. We're working our way up. Good. So yeah, this this end up being more competitive than I anticipated. Mm. I mean, it's weighty. Got to describe this for podcast listeners. Yeah, it is a rectangular box of some sort. I'm gonna feel it a lot. It could be. It's two things. (gasps) It's two things. It's two. I'm gonna take a punt and say they're books because they're not the right sizes for DVDs. Getting well, into it now. So, oh, oh, look at that! that what a great sound. sound that is. Love that sound. I, uh, I bear in mind, I had this Christmas gift picked out. I would say uh, more, more or less when I started working here. I was like, this really? Is, this is what I'm going to get Ollie for for our Christmas show. Oh, okay. He's nearly dropped it. Good grief. Okay, here we go. The f- oh my <laughs> god. Okay, so uh, <laughs> the first one is Journey into Darkness. This is a novel, a WWE novel by Michael Chiapata, Chipolata. Uh, I'm going to read the blurb on that. So both of them are, one looks like a kind of erotic fiction novel called Big Apple Takedown. Oh, it's, even, it's so much better than it being. Do you not remember these? With, um, oh my God, what's the Tory name? Tori Wilson. Tori Wilson, jeez. So, that is an erotic picture of a lady. And what it also that? came with a, um, uh, a Topps card. Of Rosie, oh well. God rest his zombie the bones. Sadly departed Rosie, Roman Reigns' cousin, I believe. Uh, a little card there to use as a bookmark, I suppose. Yeah. So, um, shall I read the blurb? Read the blurb. So, this was, I think, about like two thousand and three. <laughs> I almost want to say maybe even later than that. WWE launched WWE novels, and they were going to do fictionalized books. With WWE superstars. I don't remember these. No, well, I remember the Kane one in particular, and then I saw Big Apple Takedown, but I've never read either of them. But the Journey into Darkness one is like, it's the actual novelization of Kane's backstory. Wow. Wow. The, the, is this canon? This is canon. So, okay, here's the blurb. Kane has always been a dark, complex and haunted man, and fans have always been drawn to him. They have wondered what caused his pain and suffering. What was his motivation? Instead of basking in the glow of the spotlight, Kane has shunned attention. Kane did not utter a single word for the first years of his career. In a time when superstars screamed for attention, he drew in the masses with only his presence. Journey into Darkness is the story of a boy who suffers an unspeakable childhood tragedy, losing his family in a fiery blaze. This left him alone and at the mercy of strangers who whispered about this friendless child who must be cursed. Follow Cain into a terrifying place that few would dare to go. His life. My favourite thing about this is that it reveals that Kane's actual no, I've read bits and pieces. Of it. I was reading it while I um, after I'd bought it. That Kane's actual name is Glenn Kane. Oh, <laughs> so it's just like a public schoolboy thing. Yeah, Kane. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's get Glenn, over here, Kane. He's Glenn Kane. See there, Glenn. Glenn smile. Glenn said smiling. Oh, of course, because his real name is Glenn, Glenn Jacobs. Jacobs. Okay, so I'm just going to choose a random. Pa- Have you ever heard the thing about page forty two? No. If you want to have uh, to, to judge how good a book's going to be, you should just read page 42. Because by that point, the characters have been as roughly, you know, for like two, three hundred page novel. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't work for a short story or like War and Peace. <laughs> but the, the the characters should be established. The writing style should have found its rhythm. Mm. So, yeah, page 42. Let's so do page 42. For Miss Emfram was his nurse this morning, which Glenn was happy about. Not because he liked her, but 
but because she, unlike the older nurses like Nurse Hunt or Nurse Somozzi, wasn't always asking him a lot of questions like how are you feeling or do you think you'd like a book from the library or a special treat? No, Miss Ephraim would change the TV, the IV, sorry, and go take his temperature and then go. Take the breakfast tray and then go. All business, like Dad used to say, which was fine with Glenn because the last thing he wanted this morning was a lot of questions about what, how, why he wasn't eating his breakfast or how he hadn't slept. Apparently he had a bad dream skim reading this yeah uh, Rebecca came Paul Grimm yeah so that is uh, Paul Bearer this is fascinating so it, t- it takes this you this right is a video f- like it takes right you right, right from his like childhood and how he became a WWF wrestler wow and his feud with The Undertaker well this is genuinely interesting this one, <laughs> this one Big Apple takedown. This one is even better. Looks like I'm just gonna have a bit of. And uh, as I said, maybe got, I'll run a bath. And as and I said, this one. it got quite competitive to to win these uh, on eBay. Should we do page? I'll read the blurb. Yeah. Uh, December 2001. Picture the scene. Vince McMahon steps out of a snowy night into a diner in upstate New York for a meeting with an old friend, Phil Thompson, now a highly placed government <laughs> official. Just called him Donald Trump. <laughs> Uh, Thompson has a strange proposition, I nearly read prostitute, proposition creating a new covert black ops group using using the superstars of WWE. The WWE's talented men and women are perfect. Highly skilled athletes with the ideal cover. They travel all across the country. No one will find them. No one would find it unusual to find them in a town one day and then gone the next. No. The government would train and support the wrestlers in any way possible except one. No one could know the R-Truth. March 2006. Oh, so that's the preamble. Yeah. And this, so this was written in 2003? I can't remember when they launched WWE books. I want to say it was 2003, but I may be wrong. Maybe it was like 2006. So this was published in 2006. Wow. So that's the, that's the backstory. Now we flash forward to the present day. The superstars have been handed their latest assignment. Take down a commercial grade... That's a uh, methamphetamine. Is uh, what? What's um, Breaking Bad? What am I? Um, uh, oh, meth. Uh, meth. It's meth. Yeah. <laughs> so they're going to bust a meth lab. They're going to bust, bust a, a meth lab that is bankrolling terrorist activities in Europe. Their mission seems simple and straightforward until a member of their team is taken prisoner. Oh, no! Now all that they've worked so hard for is in jeopardy and one of their own might be killed. And the people on the top here featured picture-wise. This should have, this should have told me it was 2006. John Cena, Batista, Booker T, Vince McMahon, Triple H. On the front is the lovely and leather-clad. Very ineffectively leather-clad. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean... That's not a bulletproof vest. She's left a huge, vulnerable part of her sternum open. There is a there is a flaw with this book's logic. Mm-hmm. Um, in that it says like, "Oh, they're perfect because they travel all over the world and they're great athletes." That may be true, but it, then it also suggests that they're not celebrities that would just be spotted. You want conspicuous. You want to be inconspicuous. Yeah, you? exactly. You wouldn't hire Seth Rogen because he travels all over the world. You you wouldn't hire Tom Cruise in a grey suit and white hair, would you? No, because everyone's going to notice him right away. Uh, wow, just this first page. 
Tory watched, so this is Tory Wilson. Tory watched intently as Masterson mixed a pair of martinis for them and brought the drinks to the couch. <laughs> as the cool martini slid down her throat, she kept her eyes locked on Masterson. She put down her glass and used her now free hand to trace a finger across his jawline, continuing down to his shoulder and his arm. She took his glass out of his hand and put it down on the coffee table. Still looking directly into her eyes, remember this is Tori Wilson, the subject of many of Teenage Ollie's dreams. She pushed the tiny button on her ring that sent a stream. <laughs> of clear liquid into his glass. At the same time, she distracted him with a kiss. Masterson kicks, kissed back hungrily. His hands started exploring her body. <gasps> Saucy, PG era. Quickly going places where they weren't exactly welcome. Whoa, it's a different age. Tory was silently thankful for his desperate aggression. It made him easy. It made it easier to push him away. With a smile, she took her glass and lifted it to her lips, as if she was only delaying the inevitable. Masterson mirrored her move by taking his own glass. Yada yada yada. So, and that's it. Oh, he just drinks a sedative. He passed out. Maybe that's like a um. Like a pre- that. Maybe that's like a preview page of a page that will come later in the book. Wow. So, I'm expecting a full book report. I mean, like, it, what, what a fascinating jump cut to read that first page and then Stephanie McMahon announcing the <laughs> women's division, the first ever women's Royal Rumble. Yeah. What those are, I mean, I'm never going to take these home. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to stay at the stay studio, the studio yeah. and I'm going to probably read them on the toilet. But thank you. These, these are spectacular. You're very welcome. Those are, because I, I, you know, I, I never, I got good grief, we didn't press the timer. <laughs> We have no idea how long we've gone already. So, here's my oh, okay, yes, present please. for you. Thank you very much. It's Mine very is, thoughtful. Oh, I, I was happy with this one, but those are really good. Okay, so... This is the worst present, mind you. Sorry I hit the yeah, glass. Yeah, that's fine. Um, so there's definitely like a little ridge in there, but I'm not quite sure. I mean... But what about the present? Hey! It feels like almost action figure-esque. Mm, no. Or maybe like a... Don't a, get your hopes like up. a USB holder. Don't get your hopes <laughs> up. <laughs> Just like... Lower, very well. Lower oh, all hopes. Oh! Well, it's, it is a WrestleMania purse and watch set with for for WrestleMania. And there's Shawn Michaels, Triple H, John Cena, The Undertaker, and Batista. With what a watch that is! With Edge in the face. This is excellent. Yeah. So Where this, did you find this? This was one of the worst reviewed. <laughs> WWE products on Instagram on uh, on Amazon. Really? Yeah. Is that how you searched for it? No, I just I, yeah I, I sort of yeah I sort of by bad worst reviewed because a lot of people complain the what the watch won't work. I'm pretty sure. Okay. And uh, the the pictures didn't match up. Most of the times it was it was sold as a John Cena set, and you'd have John oh, Cena on right. the wallet and Edge yeah. on, or Rey Mysterio in the watch. Well, I mean, first things first. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, I see it. It's awful. Oh, look at that. Like, you can't really put a card in there. I'm not sure that's big enough to put a card in. That's far too small. No, you definitely Well, put... I think it's a child's wallet. You can they put, you they can... have smaller cards, don't they? Yeah, you can put a debit card in there. But you could put notes in that bit there. And then let's have a look at the watch. I mean, let's just look at the quality of the print. of uh, re- What WrestleMania is that? <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm not overly sure, to be honest. Um, that looks like WrestleMania. 
because I I hope they've used the the wrong logo. <laughs> I because this is this is blatantly a Chinese knockoff. Yeah, I mean it does say made in China quite clearly. I'm going to take my actual watch off my my 18th birthday present to see if I can. Well, this is gonna this is much nicer. It is, although I'm not sure I'm actually going to be able to get it around my wrist. You can get it round there. I think it, it, because again, this is for look the children. how bad the WWE logo is. Yeah, and it's that the old. It's it, the old one. It's the oldest, the scratch logo as well. Without the F though. Yeah. God, can you give us a hand? It's hard to do in your own. What? Put on a watch. There you go. You can oh, get that on yeah. the second, the second notch. Oh no, I don't think I can. I think that's going. No, oh, yeah, I think that's going to go on the first one. Yeah, it's going to have to go on the first one. But yeah, look at that. How snazzy is that? It's got the wrong time on it. I don't think that's going to change. <laughs> well, no, I, I, maybe, you know, maybe this is the only watch that will not be right twice a day. <laughs> maybe. All right, I'm going to have to take it off. That's very nice. Though. Thank you very much. It's not nice. It's, <laughs> it's, it's horrible. It's very thoughtful. I like it. Oh, man. So that was your worst present. I think so. Although I'm now, maybe, I'm, I may have got this in the wrong order. Thinking, thinking back on it now. Because yours is a lot. Your worst present is a lot better than my my. This, I mean, this is a terrible present. That's, that's why I got it. <laughs> that's why it's good, though. <laughs> Let's do some crap gimmicks while Luke's uh, playing yeah. with himself. Thank you. Uh, first up from Matt Wolfenden. Uh, his name is the Traffic Warden. He doesn't take too kindly to people parking in the wrong place or even fellow wrestlers hanging out where they shouldn't be and has no hesitation in handing out tickets left, right and centre. Problem is that the other wrestlers don't take his tickets seriously, which leads him to collect the parking fines with a pound of flesh, beating them up backstage, etc., saying his catchphrase afterwards, consider your fine paid. You would see him go as far as putting a ticket on the author... Excuse me, the <laughs> wine's getting to me. On the authority figure's limo after they arrive as it's never parked correctly. That's a good point. Yeah. Well, see, I, I actually It'll quite like... Pull up. I quite like this one. I, I, I like the... Mm. I like there's some thought behind it. Sorry, I should really fill you up first. That's terrible hosting skills. I moved <laughs> oh, the, sorry, you're trying to get the foley. I moved the mic. Let me get the mic close to your paw. That was oh, good. God. You know what we've just done? We've created a Photoshop situation. <laughs> <laughs> For YouTube viewers. Damn, damn. Do it to ourselves. Yeah. Our own worst enemies when we're drunk. Well, I, we've all tried. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, you, your issues with uh, the traffic warden. Oh, no. I, you know what? I think this is solid. This is never going to be mid-level. This is, le- this is, this is jobber-level on the crap gimmick roster, which is about as low as you can get. But... That does mean it's it's. Uh, I think this is a gimmick that has legs and it's fleshed out enough that can work in the crap gimmick roster. Do you know where I see this? Mm. I see this in the same position that uh, Ron Simmons was in oh, in in uh, like two thousand and seven, where he was just there to go, damn, and that was it. That was his whole thing. You do like a backstage skit just so you could cut to Ron Simmons with his hands on his hips, going, hmm, damn. And then you'd and the crowd would pop, the crowd would laugh, they'd all say along with it, and then you know you do it until WWE run it into the ground. So that like I, that's how I see it. What, what did you think I was going to say? Well, first off, superb Ron Simmons impersonation. Thank you, Connie. I'll chink to that. No, but dodge that bullet there. That was seven years of bad sex with your. <laughs> I don't need any more. Try bring it on, <laughs> bring it on, luck. <laughs> I'm not even going to tempt fate. Just, just, <laughs> just swipe that. Uh, the 
I see this more, uh, the traffic warden, in the position of Elias. Oh, okay, yeah. Mm. So he doesn't really, he has a match every now and again, but his main purpose is a very low-level heel who's just there for the occasional backstage skit. I would be happy to sign Traffic Warden, yeah. but I, I must preclude that with hardly for any money. Yes, it's very low-paid. Very yeah. low-paid. Um, speaking of Elias, mm. so we um, said in the last Wednesday's episode... Um, talking about the first entry for the Royal Rumble. Yes. They said, Elias, what a perfect first entry because he can come out. You can talk about how rubbish Philadelphia is. If he would be number one. Yeah. If, well, this is, if I was doing it, I would do him as number one. Hmm. Someone in the comments section said the perfect entry number two. Aiden English. Oh. And you can just come out then because he's interrupted them by Aiden English comes out and they essentially have a sing-off before the Rumble yeah. starts. And Aiden English is just talking about how Rusev is going to win the Rumble. Oh, that's really funny. That's really good. I mean, it's not the perfect number two. The perfect number two would be CM Punk. <laughs> I mean, you, can't, you can't really argue with that. You can't that. really argue with that. I, yeah. I liked someone else in the comments said Jason Jordan would be a very good number one. Yeah. Just in that, I want to prove myself to you, Kurt. I'm going to do this. And he just, like, he's really, he goes in as number one. But he has an Iron Man performance in the weakest way possible. Maybe he, you know, he does the knee injury spot. And because that's always what he's selling. And he's taken out like Roman Reigns was last year or whenever it was. And then he comes back in. The idea is that he thinks he's going to get cheers. But we all know he's going to get booed. I I think that'd be good for Jordan's character. That's that's quite good. Such a big fan of Jordan's character. I can't. Although, as someone said in the comments yesterday, that means that we uh, know nothing about wrestling. I know, I know, <laughs> but but you know that's just a different opinion. It's uh, I, I, I struggle. I can't believe that people can't see what we're seeing, and that he is actually quite complex and he's working us. But mm. you know, so sticking with the oh, right. Crap- okay, so here we go. Christmas surprise, as it says here in the running order. In the running order, Christmas surprise directly after the crap gimmicks, because Luke. I have secured an interview with a crap gimmick roster member. Whoa, have you really? From our own federation, you've managed managed to secure an interview. Our own federation. I don't know if everyone follows this man on Twitter, but... uh, No! (laughs) No way, have you really? Oh my God, no, seriously. (laughs) So... So, and like, we are laughing here, but we we take so much pride and joy in uh, in Chad, Chad's Twitter. Chad, the fishmonger, or the so, fishmonger, rather. So, we, uh, one one of the earliest crap gimmick roster members was uh, the fishmonger. Yeah. Do you, do you want to explain the fishmonger so where the, I get him Yeah, up? so I was talking about, like, um, the idea for the crap gimmick roster, and I said, like, my, my first thought would be someone like the fishmonger and he would be you know and i kind of like ex- like explained the sort of idea behind it but since then there's this guy who uh, is a member of the swaf nation named chad who's kind of like adopted the fishmonger gimmick and he uh he's friends with gunner right yeah. of tna fame of tna fame now of wwe fame has he signed is he well it's yeah yeah i'm pretty sure he has yeah so but like he messages us when we ever when we ever make jokes about the fishmonger or like other members from the crap gimmick roster he will send us a message like in kayfabe 
of being like, why are you booking me against this person? I'm going to run this company into the ground. I'm going to go to the competition. And then we, playing the evil GMs, go back to him saying, like, you can't go anywhere. Where mm. are you going to go? And then I try and play babyface GMs. Just like, hey, look, I want to do something better for you, but Ollie overruled. And But you play very much bad cop. So, uh, yeah, and here are some pictures, as you can see, uh, that Chad, Chad, I, I don't know how to say it, L- Ladabar. Ladabar. Ladabar, he's Icelandic, I think. Uh, here he is. As the fishmonger. <laughs> so so we all agree that Chad is awesome and uh, he genuinely makes me laugh every yeah, time he so sends funny. these kayfabe responses to us. Yeah. So I reached out to him and I said, you know, as a Christmas surprise, it would be great if the fishmonger could make an appearance <laughs> on the, the, uh, the Christmas special. So yeah. I have here... An audio promo. Oh, this is incredible. From the fishmonger, cutting a promo on us and the rest of the crap gimmick roster. Well, well, well. What do we have here? A direct message from Ollie Davis on the Twitter asking me, the fishmonger, <laughs> to talk about Wrestle Talk. And the Wrestle Ramble podcast. <laughs> my oh my, how the mighty have fallen. The scurvy Brits from London are asking me, the fishmonger, a man who has been buried numerous times on the <laughs> internet by Oliver Davis and Luke Owen. Oh, wow. A man, the fishmonger, who's been working his hands to the bone every day to make a living. I get pushed aside. I get cast away (laughs) so that you can have the hot dog vendor, the beast master, wrestle bot, headline, the crap gimmick wrestling pay-per-views. Well, let me ask you this, mate. Where are they? Are they cutting promos for you? Are they taking time out of their very busy day to wish everyone in the SWAF nation a Merry Christmas? I'm over here, up to my eyeballs in high-quality cod fillets with my boy, the deckhand, while you guys are popping SWAF nation t-shirts at two quid. Don't blame me when you guys can't get one more subscriber you had your chance with the fishmonger i was gonna take the crap gimmick wrestling i was gonna put my net over it and i was gonna weigh it and i was gonna show the world that wrestle talk needs their support deserves their support it's not my fault that you guys are getting too big for your britches or in the case of luke owen his hat's getting too big for his floppy ears. <laughs> In closing, <laughs> let me tell you this, Chainmail Oliver Davis. Oh. If you ever disturb my slumber in the Atlantic Ocean off the coast of Reykjavik again, yes. I will single-handedly come to Kensington in your plush studio apartment and force-feed you fried fish and chips and mushy peas for the rest of the year now are you hooked 
<laughs> yes. Oh, wonderful. Oh my god, I'm <laughs> so good. Oh, oh my god, a few I'm things sure. to clear up. We do not live in Kensington. <laughs> The, one of the most expensive places in oh the world God, to so buy good. a flat. I'm in, uh, I'm in Walthamstow, but thank my, you very oh much. Oh my God, my, uh, do you know what? My biggest, I've got one regret for the entire <coughs> year. My one regret for 2017 is I did not meet up with Chad while I was in Reykjavik. I'm. Oh, you my, were so close. You were so invited close. to his. I know, but the problem is he sent me that message. His cove. I know, but he sent me that message when I'd left. It was too late. I was. I was. I didn't. Re- I'm sorry. I didn't realize he was in ice. I didn't actually realize that how close he mm. was. Oh, I'm, I'm so gutted. But that is tremendous. Well done. So that's uh, great. So a few things about that. You might have heard the deckhand be mentioned. Who is the fishmonger's yeah. uh, sidekick? The deckhand is Gunner. Gunner. Like that. Uh, <laughs> fishmonger has texted us pictures or tweeted us pictures of him and Gunner <laughs> posing off. TNA, ex-TNA style gunner. Current WWE style. Current uh, NXT Sunny or whatever yeah. it is. Um, also, I honestly, I tweeted uh, Chad that. The, I, che- I Sorry, I tweeted the fishmonger that. Yeah. He That was with me within 10 minutes. No, really? That was not, I, he just cut that off the... Oh my God, he's the next rock. I'm he's just... The, he's the next rock, I'm telling I, you. I just... I'm, I'm. I'm re- I don't know if he's the guy to carry the crap gimmick roster. After that, we'll, we'll have to let the SWAF nation oh. decide. I just. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if he's got the skills. That's all I'm saying. I mean, that was impressive. Sorry, I've done it again. Uh, that was impressive. But that was so I, good. I, I don't think he's got the star appeal to lead the crap gimmick um, roster. Well, you hear me, fishmonger? <laughs> You'll never be a star in this town as long as I'm in control. Oh well, I mean, I like, I disagree. I thought that was absolutely wonderful. Um, right, should we do? Should we do another present? Should we do present number two. Yeah. So uh, uh, you went first last time. I did indeed. So. Merry Christmas, buddy. Merry, oh, thank you very much. Well, this is a CD. Oh, called it right off the bat. And yeah. I think I might even know what CD this is. Oh, say, well, say, I don't think you do, but say, uh, say Well, say I, th- I wonder if this is going to be WWE Originals. The one we chanced to... Pick. Oh, no, even better. It's WWF Forcible Entry. Oh, look at this. Look at these tunes. Drowning Pool doing the game. Creed, Disturbed, Limp Bizkit doing Rollin'. Rob Zombie, Never Gonna Stop, which was Edge's theme. Marilyn Manson, the Raw- the Smackdown theme. Union Underground across the nation. That's a brilliant track. Move to the music, play in music. Cypress Hill, just another victim. There's some, I mean, I was about to say there's some dope tunes on this. And then the next track on it is Dope, No Chance, the Mr. McMahon theme. This is awesome. So I couldn't find this on uh, music streaming services. No. So I think this will be an actual value. This isn't just like a, a CD that you can get on Spotify. This is an, a, a valuable addition to your collection. It genuinely is. And do you know how I know as well? Because I tried to download this on iTunes a few years ago, and the only track you could get was Union Underground. Wow. Um, uh, across the nation That is fantastic Thank you very much I look forward to putting that onto my iTunes I'm not going to lie I bought it for the strength of the title <laughs> Yeah Because uh, forcible entry sounds considerably Considerably rapey Yeah yeah. Uh, but here's a fun uh, Well I mean a sad little tidbit to round out 2017 Executive, produ- executive mm. producer for World Wrestling Federation yeah. Jim Johnston. I read that. Oh man, poor old Jim. So, may I have a look? So the uh, Ooh, keep hitting <laughs> my microphone. Hitting yourself. <laughs> it's because I went to Belgium. I went to cover my mouth. So uh, 
when when this arrived through the post, my lady partner was like, "How did they ever call something like this?" <laughs> and I was like, "Nineties culture didn't stop in the nineties. <laughs> For wrestling, it continued on until around two thousand and seven." And I, I said to her, like, Kid Rock, Creed, Limp Biscuit, Rob Zombie, Marilyn Manson. And she was like, but those are like, some of those are good bands. And I was like, I know <laughs> wrestling used to be really popular. Yeah. Because she didn't live through any of this. She she only knows wrestling how I know wrestling, yeah. which is the last four years. Oh, I got She didn't know wait. that, you know, her brother wasn't into wrestling as a kid. So she didn't get like that. She... You know, knew it was those weird guys on the playground who used to listen. Yeah, uh, watch it. This is amazing. Oh man, it's good tunes on there. There's I some mean, I mean, banging tunes on there. You don't like uh, Stone Cold's Disturbed? I do not like uh, Lim- uh, Disturbed's uh, The Glass Shatters, the Stone Cold theme, only because I was never a fan of Disturbed. I always found them to be a bit rubbish. I always felt that they came almost too late in the the new metal game. It was like it was starting to die, and then they were like, "Oh, hey, we're here!" I'm like, no, oh, mate, you're about ten years too late. I still, uh, I still stand by Creed. My sacrifice, <laughs> my sacrifice, as the greatest video package WWE has ever done before yeah. SummerSlam. I think it was for SummerSlam 2000. Yes, so, I don't think it was SummerSlam 2000. Oh no, I don't, I, I, I'm not going to die by that. That's one. Yeah. That's what Luke would call. An 80% An 80% fact. fact. Yeah. Um, I'm going to suggest you open this sort of from the front because okay. I've done a very bad job of wrapping it at the back. So this is the first blue one. It is... So it has a cardboard back for podcast listeners, I'm guessing, and then like a, an indent at the bottom, which I'm guessing is sort of a plastic enclosure. So that says to me, stationary or action figure. Mm. Let's find Let's out. Let's find out. Just completely ignore my advice and open it at the back. Oh, sorry, did I do it the wrong way? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no way. No way. Is this your third gift? Is my what? Is it your third gift? My third... No, oh, no, no, I, no, I no, thought the way no, you no, reacted no. then was that you'd also bought I, one. I have not got you this because I forgot this was a thing. <laughs> wow. I mean, this combined with the... Wait, why don't you tell, the, tell everyone what it is? I'll reveal it. This combined with the Tory Wilson book, I'm going to have a very steamy bath time. <laughs> because it is an action figure of Rene Young. Yes. So do you want to tell uh, the audience who uh, didn't buy the magazine why this uh, is quite key or why this is important? I would love to. <laughs> uh, so uh, for the first WrestleTalk magazine, myself and Luke went to a wrestling shop a warehouse which had loads and loads of action figures across the wall, the walls and various WWE memorabilia and we were just like and what's the right analogy kid in a candy store kid in a candy store i was going to say fat kid in a whatever but yeah a kid in a candy store we were so excited we were just running around going oh my god there's this thing oh my god there's that thing does he come with a belt and just as uh, richard the, the the owner was answering us we would run onto the next thing go, oh my god it's isaac gankham oh my god it's this it was uh yeah we were like uh we were very very impatient and excitable there and you found a renee young and i just flipped out over the <laughs> renee young like where would the Rene Young come from? And I sort of based, wrote an article, like a text article off the back of that. And it was kind of, uh, it was all based around the, the concept of a Rene Young figure and the fact that she is a shelf warmer, which is a piece of terminology I'd never heard before. But apparently in action figure terms, you create, uh, so for a box, what's it called? Box breakdown? 
Uh, yeah, it's a box breakdown. Yeah, you would have like two of each figure mm. in the box. So for a WWE range, as you see here, there's eight figures in the range. John Cena, Randy Orton, Brock Lesnar, Seth Rollins, Luke Harper, Kofi Kingston, Rene Young, Kalisto. You wouldn't have uh, the same amount of uh, uh, figures. figures per box as they are. So you wouldn't have... So for a, a, a box of 80... You wouldn't have 10 John Cena's, 10 Randy Orton's. John Cena's your most popular. So you're going to have 40 John Cena's. You're going to have 20 Randy Orton's. You're going to have... I'm falling apart here now. <laughs> uh, 10 Brock Lesnar's, 3 Seth Rollins, 3 Luke Harper's, blah, 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 whatever. And maybe one Rene Young. Because Rene Young is now rare. What you've done is you've created the least in-demand figure. You've made her rare making her in demand it's it's a fascinating business process and uh i i joked about buying one and now i have one now you have one you have a renee young action yeah, figure so there she is and um, hopefully the glare of the light isn't affecting it too much but that is a man's wife that first is first time in the line first, first time and only time in the line yeah wow can't wait for the Dasher one. <laughs> and that was genuinely from Wrestling Shop as well. Yeah, was it really? It was, yeah. Oh. I, went, I, I gave Richard some business. Not that he needs that it. That is good. That is good. So, uh, next up in our running order. God, this is a long episode. And this is a longer episode than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, well, you know, cheers. Cheers. We're having fun. Oh, God, no. <laughs> God, the seven years. Uh, we're going to go for the a big tradition around my family and friends throughout the entire year but more so at Christmas, is drinking games. Yeah, I mean, this is something that I, d- I obviously don't take a part in. I'm, 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 I do like a tipple. I am quite a big drinker. But I don't like forced drinking rules. <clears throat> I like to just enjoy my drink. I like to... If I mm. buy a pint, as particularly in London where it's quite pricey, I want to be able to enjoy that pint. I want mm. that pint to sit in front of me and just to enjoy its sweet nectar. You, you, you're missing the point. You are... You're not seeing the the forest through the trees. This is just like woken. That's Matt a line Hardy. from um, uh, Marilyn Manson's "The Beautiful People." Is it really cool? forcible entry? Marilyn Manson's so good. Yeah, he is. Like what? Like I read the, the yeah five years of superb songs. Like I recently re-listened to "Mechanical Animal" mm. and was like, oh, what, what a album. great album what this album. is! And um, yeah, I, I, yeah, Antichrist Superstar. That's a great album as well. Because I think everyone has that artist when you're a kid where you're like, wait a second. You're not just a blokey bloke, and you're, you know, like mm. you, non-gender normative, and you're like, what is this? I don't know what it is, but I'm intrigued. Uh, it's not normal, yeah, but I really like it. What well, is this? I feel a and little that was bit, Marilyn Manson for me. I feel a bit ashamed as well because I went to go see Marilyn Manson and Rob Zombie. They did like a dual gig thing where they were kind of alternate who was mm. the headline, and they played the O2. And I only went for Rob Zombie because he's one of my favourites of all time, and I was super excited. The first time I'd ever gone to see Rob Zombie live, and I was really excited. And I almost treated Marilyn Manson as like, I've just got to get through Marilyn Manson. Because I, at that point, I was like, I'm not asked. I'm not asked on Manson anymore. What, you know, I'm not, not a teenager anymore. I'm not asked on Marilyn Manson. But as I said recently, I re-listened to Mechanical Animal. And I was like, I totally mm. underappreciate him. I mean, thankfully, I've seen Marilyn Manson live quite a few times. But I, I felt that actually I was almost a bit of a twang of shame of being like, I was really dismissive of him. And that yeah. was unfair. I, I Yeah, I, I was really fascinated by him. And he was, you know what? He was the first... Uh, person I Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. 
United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you Everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Admitted to liking to <laughs> round my home, home, home friends who I went to primary school with that I was uh, threatened physical violence against. No, really? Someone, uh, someone pushed me up against the wall at a scout hut. Whoa! I, I, it's because someone said, you know, it'd be really funny if you tell so and so that you like Marilyn Manson, he'll get really annoyed because some people back in the day were like. Okay, you like that music, you're a goth, and I hate goths. Yeah, I that's why I got beaten up all the time, yeah. I wasn't a goth. Like, I was just like, I don't want to say a normal kid. <laughs> I, was, I was just like, you a know, normie. the stupid guy who was you know, friends mm. with everyone. And and I, I went over to the guy. I was like, hey, because, you know, it'd be funny, right? Hey, I love Marilyn Manson. He pushes me right up against the wall. He said, oh, say that again. I'll beat that out of you. What? And I was like, okay, wow. And I just walked off uh, being like, you know, kind of like tearful and <laughs> and, and taken aback because I, I just thought it would be funny, but yeah. it turned out to be a really serious thing. But then, you know, it, it does like send you down a, a path of, wow, okay, that's how certain people feel about things. I've never felt that emotion about anything. Well, exactly. I mean, I, I only felt it, you know, from the end of Boots when I was on the floor. Um, being getting my head kicked in when I was at school. You got the worst end of that deal. Yeah, no, didn't adjust. I mean, probably it's because my mum and dad knew his mum and dad. (laughs) (laughs) Couldn't do that to me. Yeah, no, my parents did not know their mum and dads. 
I'm sorry about that. Uh, it's okay. It was a long time ago. I'm 32 now. Yeah, look at and look at us now. Look at us now in our Christmas jumpers, <laughs> talking about wrestling. <laughs> God, you know, what? I just forget that we're being recorded. <laughs> what were we talking about? You were talking about your, Rest- your little oh, wrestling drinking Jesus, game. This is going to be a long episode. This is going to be like Raw versus SmackDown. I need to go soon as well. Ten. No, you don't. Oh, five. Oh I need to leave. God, you do. Okay. Yeah, it's, t- it's quarter five. I thought it was ten past four. No, Jeez. I mean you may actually have to do the news for me. Wow. Okay, so... I've done the thumbnail. One of the uh, things we do... How did we get on to... I was talking you because you said you can't see the wood for the trees, and I said that's a Marilyn Manson lyric from The Beautiful People, which happens to be on forcible entry. Okay, my apologies. So, the point of drinking games isn't the drinking. That's Mm. where you're you're getting mixed up. Right, okay. It's like... Because what we're going to do next, after the third present... Is your quiz? Yes, a quiz. And that is a, that is a form of organised fun. And what is a drinking game? It, it's organised fun. It's a way to put structure on this drinking thing. So I don't have to talk and have actual conversations with my friends. <laughs> we we can base it around one-upmanship and who's the better at doing this complicated math sum in a quick period okay. of time. So that's why drinking games are a big part <clears throat> of my friendship group and my family. So the uh, the game we've agreed to play today, because... It's one with very complicated rules. To, it doesn't have complicated rules. <laughs> I was just about to say, because 21 is too complicated for you. What's 21? The one where, like, you know, well, we can't play it because there's only two of us, but it's like various ways of saying a number reverses the patterns and skip people. But uh, I have taken part in one drinking game in my life. What? Uh, was oh, no, that with no, me? No, no, two. Um, well, I don't really count those ones because I wasn't playing. Your friends were trying to make me play, and I was just—I was willfully ignoring mm. them and just—and uh, actually aggressively playing again. I play not playing the game. Yeah, everyone loves that guy. Yeah, <laughs> no, right. Uh, I've only ever played two. I played a game of Ring of Fire once when I was a student. The game of games. Did, the, what was it? In a compilation where you have—you know—if you turn around a card. You have to play a whole new drinking game. Uh, it might be like that, or you're going to introduce new rules and all that sort of sure. stuff. You like certain yeah, drinks are out of fingers and stuff like that. So I've, I've played a game of Ring of Fire, and I've played one game of Roxanne, um, Red Light. Yeah. yeah. And, d- and that was when I went out with because I used to do student radio, mm. and I was part of the committee. So I was kind of I had to go out with them because you're part of the committee. You have to go out. It's a bit of an enforced rule, which I wasn't, sure. which I didn't really like. I thought it's a bit, it's very unfair. It's bad enough I have to go to meetings with you dicks. Now I've got to go out drinking with you as well. Um, I don't think any of them watch. It's fine. And, um, actually, there's some of them I really like. Jenny Leggett, I thought was brilliant. And um, she had, a, she had a, a pink furry steering wheel in her car. It was bizarre. Um, she, uh, but they, I went out drinking with them once, and they made me play this Roxanne Red Light mm. game, where if you've not played it before, it's the, it's the song Roxanne by The Police. And you kind of go like, Roxanne Red Light, Roxanne Red Light. And if you're a Roxanne, you stand up and drink whenever um, Sting says, not that Sting, Sting says Roxanne. And the other, and then you sit down, and when he says red light, everyone who's a red light stands up and takes a drink because that gets very much towards the end because it goes Roxanne put on a red light, Roxanne, Roxanne. put on a red light. So you're obviously up and down, up and down. It makes you feel very queasy. Yeah. And I never went out with them again. We, uh, so I'm just, I'm just going to tell this one very quickly, and then I've got to go to the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just want you to know I'm not stopping the record. Just, just, are you, what are you really just going to sit <laughs> here and sit here? Talking? I'm just going to keep talking. What a timestamp! So, you know, when after Ollie gets back after the toilet, I, I'm glad we don't have mics on. 
because you'll get the sort of naked gun going <laughs> into the toilet. <laughs> uh, so I probably cr- should stop recording because it'd be terrible for podcasters. In CrossFit, mm. no, no, no. You can, you no, you've said it. I've now. said it now. You should. You've got to just like talk nonsense for a bit. Yeah, stop stop doing the microphone. Um, uh, yeah, we would play. I'm sweating. We it's hot in here. It's so hot in here. It's, you Sorry. think it's Christmas and it's cold. No, CrossFit, no. CrossFit, tell CrossFit. me CrossFit, well, we do burpees with uh, yeah. Roxanne. So every oh, time, really? Every time you say Roxanne, you've got, you know, you yeah. do a burpee. And a lot, that's a lot of burpees. That's a lot of burpees. Jeez, isn't it just? Anyway, I'm going to go to the toilet. Enjoy Luke talking <laughs> nonsense for about, well, I don't know, is it a number two? Is it a number one? No, How long am I going to be? What I'm going to do take the newspaper. is I am going to read, uh, actually, maybe I should read an excerpt from the book. Or get out the, uh, there might be sleeve notes. Or oh, it might be the sleeve notes. Well, then that's going to be like a bit of me trying to actually undo the wrapping on this, which is tougher than. Oh, he's gone. Um, so, thank you, Swap Nation, for sticking around with me. Oh, it was easier than I thought. Um, you've got so the track list on this. You've got Drowning Pool, the game, Triple H's theme, Kid Rock, Leg, Stacy Keebler's theme. I don't even know what that goes like. Uh, Creed, unfortunately, it's not my sacrifice. It's Young Grow Old, Disturb, Glass Shatters, which is Stone Cold Steve Austin's theme. Get up in the that one uh limp biscuit rolling 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 the dead man mix which is obviously the undertaker's theme our lady peace whatever chris benoit's the oh of course yeah it's a good theme that shouldn't really say chris benoit's name should you rob zombie never gonna stop uh which is the black cat crossing mix obviously the track's meant to be called never gonna stop the red red Crewy, uh which is edge's theme uh breaking point one of a kind rob van damme's theme what a tune that is one of a kind one of a kind uh, Marilyn Manson, the beautiful people, the beautiful people. If you ever wonder why um, WTF for WTF, that's what that's from. Um, which is obviously was the SmackDown theme for a while. I was actually when I got out of wrestling, oddly enough. So that's, well, that's 2000. Oh, it was 2002, because that's when I stopped watching. If I'd have known they were using Marilyn Manson, I might have stuck around. The Union Underground, move to the music, in music, across the nation, which was Raw theme. Seven Dust, break the walls down, which is Chris Jericho's theme. Obviously, this is before Fozzie, otherwise he'd have been on this album. Saliva, turn the tables. God, do you remember Saliva? Did that track with uh, Chad Groger. <laughs> and they say that a hero can steer us. Um, I'm, I'm, only, I'm only at track 13. Monster Magnet, Live for the Moment, it was Hardy Boys. Um, Stereo Mud, Everything of Everything. Raven's theme, I didn't know Raven had a second we theme. Can, we can stop this now. Um, well, well I'm, nearly I'm, there. I'm, I'm nearly there. Neurotica Ride. covers no. some of them. Well, maybe. Oh, maybe it is. If it is, that'd be great. Uh, Neurotica Ride of Your Life. Cypress Hill, Just Another Victim. Taz's theme, Dope, No Chance, Mr. Man. Oh, that's a cover. That'd be an awesome cover. I think and uh, Boy Hits Car, Love, for Passion, Energy, which was Lita's theme. So I'm so looking forward to that. I, I think the whole gimmick of the album, Forcible Entry, is the idea of an aggressive cover. Oh, really? <coughs> so is it Drowning Pool covering Motorhead? It's all about the game. Probably. Oh, Probably. Very interesting. It's funny because I this is the sort of CD that I would have loved. Mm. But as I was just saying while you were away, I'd stopped watching wrestling by this point. Oh no! Because it's two thousand and two. It oh, was, I was still ob- in. It's still after. In. It's after the dra- uh, after the drafts. Draft brand split. Brand split. Draft split. The draft split. Yeah, yeah. Northerners. <laughs> the draft. Not the draft. <laughs> the draft split. The draft. Doing the annual draft. Um, so yeah, so it was after that because I was just saying like Marilyn Manson, beautiful people. That was the SmackDown theme. But sure. It was after sure. I'd stopped watching cause my SmackDown theme. But that that was uh, surprisingly well performed. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah, it was that because it was the beautiful people, and then it was uh, that the bodies. 
Flow! Which is the invasion yes. theme. Wow, well, it was actually uh, Survivor Series 2009. Well, well, I think we should be drunk at work more often. <laughs> is, is what I think when I went to the toilet. Okay. Uh, anyway, but, so we're actually we're actually play this wrestling okay, game. Okay, okay. So the uh, but warning. Now I've broken the seal. That's probably me. Every five minutes, I'm gone. So okay. you can find some other things to. Well, talk I, I haven't even got to the line notes yet. So the wrestling name game, which just, was the just one more side. Oh my god! <laughs> so, figure four. You're the one who says you have to go. I know. Well, like, hour. oh god, is that, that's it's been ten minutes since we last talked about that. <laughs> We've got to do another present, a, a quiz. <laughs> okay, I'll and another on. present. Okay, well, on Wrestling Observer, Brian and Finney always do like a Christmas episode <laughs> where they get horrendously drunk. And I always thought, who would listen to this? Now I find out I'm presenting that episode, and I'm wondering who's going to watch this. Nice. I, well, I always used to enjoy Adam and Joe's drunk Loved podcast. It. But then it, they were never like drunk. They were just like chatting and handing presents. They'd have a few glasses. Have a few glasses, but I don't think it was as rambly as this. Drunk. Adam would get drunk. He would. Uh, so. Uh, right, wrestling so the rules. name game because Luke says he won't play anything more complicated. <coughs> I mean, this was apparently too complicated for no, a while. No, because you were very bad at explaining it. Fair play. Uh, bear in mind, we we routinely Baron play. Baron mind. Baron Baron Corbin mind. We play <laughs> routinely play a game called cricket, which is all based around prime numbers and division when you're drinking. Really? And you've got to do certain hand movements. Oh my if there's God, a prim- you are, you it lot. Is, it's insane. You it's lot, very, man. very fun. i tell you what you'd like. I told you about this A once. nice cold pint. Mario Kart drink driving. Oh, yeah. No, I think you have told me about this. Yeah. So you play Mario Kart. Everyone has a full pint at the start. And the idea is you've got to finish your pint by the time the whole course is over. So the three laps. But you cannot drink and drive. So if you have to drink and you've got to finish your pint, you have to pull over and then you go to the middle of the room, pick up your drink from where it is and then drink as much as possible, come back, pull off and go again. I think you'd enjoy that. Well, it's Mario Kart, so I, I would enjoy it because I love Mario Kart. Which Mario Kart do you play? Oh, it depends. Uh, I mean, recently we've been playing the, uh, what's the Switch one. Oh really? Nice. America Eight. Out? Yeah, yeah. America Eight. No, it's not that one then. It's the previous one. No, America Eight's the most. Le- is the most. Not on the one. Switch. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just a re-release of America Eight. Oh, okay. So it's America yeah. Eight. Uh, we played the arcade version recently. Hmm. Yeah, you oh a, yeah, yeah, yeah. You take we... a picture of yourself and it, it follows you around with the with the picture. Yeah, That's and cool. um, yeah. And um, Pac-Man in it. Wrestling name game. Yeah, Pac-Man's in it. Uh, so right, what we're gonna do is developed by Namco. I am gonna. So we're gonna start a uh, three minutes and feel free. To play along at home. I'm glad you stopped that time. It's three minutes where uh, the the. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> See what I mean? So <laughs> when you you explain the rules, and then I'm going to tell the example that you gave me. So actually, I'll tell you the example you gave me. It's like so. I would say um, you have to say it's the the last letter of the name. So say Vince McMahon. You would then say Max Moon, and I was like, well, that doesn't make sense because yeah, McMahon ends with bad. an N. A lot of wrestling names are alliteration, so this is uh, yeah. So we could get stuck at stuck stu- <laughs> stuck in an eternal loop. Yeah. So okay, right. If I was to say Seth Rollins, because R is the first letter of the second name, Luke would then say Roman Reigns, and then I would say Rick Martel, and then you would say. Uh, um, uh, Mick, Foley. Mick Foley Right so God and that's I'm going to be very bad at and this And that's how you go back and forth So we are going to do Three minutes worth Of this 
and the stipulation is if you've only got five seconds to think of another name. So we'll go back and forth, back and forth. Another name. So if you if you make us level. Oh right, yeah, good idea. Of uh, of Vino, yeah. please. By the way, we're actually nearly out of this. Well, just just pour the rest, I suppose. Level yeah, it out. Yeah, I suppose. Get the foley for the. Oh, sorry. Get the podcast listeners for the sound. Okay, so there's no winner here. Play a play along Cheers. at home. Cheers. Right. So three minutes. I should probably set a timer for three minutes. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Rather doing it. than actually. Okay, yeah. so I will begin. You're going to begin. Bo Dallas. Uh, Diamond Dallas Page. Percy Watson. Uh, William Regal. We should really do drink while you think. Roman Reigns. Then it will get harder. You've made it this way. Um, uh, Rick Martel. Mickey James. Just incredible. <laughs> Crimson. <laughs> Oh, hang on, so are you doing the surname? Do I just do C? No, no, the Crimson didn't have... You just do C, yeah. Okay. Cactus Jack. Oh, damn. Jim Johnston. Oh, it doesn't count, he's not a wrestler. Damn it. Jack Gallagher. George the Animal Steel. Oh. Callback. Not in a callback. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Austin A. Austin Aries. This is tough. <laughs> Alicia Fox. Um, this is tough. Oh my god! Why can't I think of anything? <laughs> you made it drink while you think. No, I know. But hang on, I'm trying to think. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely can't think of an F. Come on, F. I, don't, I haven't thought of any either. Uh... Oh, is... I know one. Ring of Honor. I'll help you out. New guy. Uh, sounds like Flash Gordon. Flip Gordon. Jeez, thank you. F's a tough one. Jerry. Is there anyone called Jerry? A uh, famous commentator. Oh, no. You're... Oh, oh, the, yeah. Begins with G. <laughs> Sorry, that was the microphone, me knocking the glass against the microphone. G, 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 G. Have I said Gunner? No, no, no I said Crimson Gunner. <laughs> okay. Famous tag team partner Gunner. Uh, were they a tag team? No, they're not. Possibly. Were. Gorgeous George. Ah, I've got G again. Which I'm glad about. That's tough. I've got Billy Gunn, but. <laughs> Keep drinking. Uh, it's wine. This isn't beer. This is wine. I know. play this with beer. I did tell um, you when we started grand, this. Grand, 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 metalite. Oh my god, what a great <laughs> one! Um, um, uh, um, uh, Marty the Moth. Well played. Martina the Martina Moth. Martina Moth, you thank you. Oh no, Marty's on Lucha yeah. Underground. Um, I'm going to win here. Five, four, three, two, Bonnet. one. <laughs> I was going to say Molina we could have gone with. Who, who, had, who had the most at the end? Oh, is that what it is? 
Well, I guess so. Oh, it's really you shouldn't be. Well, because it's thinking while you drink. Oh, well, I think it should be. I don't know who really wins that one. But no, there's no winners the or timer. losers. Should we do the third? Yeah, present? let's do the third presents. So, um, so this I'm going to say now because you asked if I'm save my best will last. That was a lot. That was a lot of wine. Oh, excuse me. Oh my god, I brought my phone in with me and I didn't put it on airplane mode. What the hell, man? I know. And also, I talked. I text my wife to say that I've been drinking. Um, just to well, this of, is our Chris- almost to forewarn her. What we've done is combined our Christmas party <laughs> with our Christmas special. So, as I said, because uh, it's your turn to open first, mm-hmm. um, I, this is the one I put the most thought into, and it's probably the one I'm most proud of. Oh, you put the pressure. So on. I hope okay. you like this. If you so- don't like it, that's absolutely fine. Don't like pretend that you like it. But um, I think that well, I'm not, on camera. Not only well, that's fine. I don't mind. And not only do I think that it will solve one of the issues that you always have, it's something that you can wear proudly. Well, it's a costume. So it feels like a costume. There's uh, there's bumps at the top. It is malleable. It has the texture of uh, a clothes. It's very well wrapped. It's in the blue stripy. It was my best uh, wrapped present, thing. I will be honest. Uh, obviously, the thing he's got the most pride in. Okay, I've, I've oh, brought it out. Going, my wife's hands I've on brought it. it out. And it is, yes, it's a collection of Luke's wife's <laughs> hairs. It's because I did the bloody wrapping on the floor. So, this is Let me take that off you. a black t shirt. Uh, yeah, there is a lot of my I'm wife's worried hairs, it's going to be Nia Jax based, <laughs> based on everything that's happened this year. I'm rolling. Is this self made? It is self made. I know what it is. It is. <laughs> Okay, it is a uh, a T-shirt with the text Nia Jax sent me when I when I sent her my uh, yeah. So look, there's you. Let's say here's me singing Nia Jax, and she says nailed it. I mean the dance moves, the props, the voice. This is pure genius. Couldn't have done it better myself. High five emoji. Not sure what that one is. Rolling with tears emoji. Thank you, man. That's <coughs> and it shows that I don't follow her on Twitter. That's that's a lot of effort, and uh, it just makes me feel kind of sad. <laughs> well, to be honest, it was a much nicer gift before she betrayed you. Yeah. Then what? Did you get it before then? I'd planned it before then, mm. but then I couldn't think of anything better. I was going to get you a T-shirt that said because I was going to do a replicant of your I am Groot T-shirt, but it says mm. I am Wonder Rolling. It's weird how it's got so many hairs on it. How. Uh... I mean, this is a lovely present. Thank and you. And I will wear it for comedic effect. Uh, and everyone does joke about the Nia Jax thing. But it's weird how close you feel to someone <laughs> when they reply to you on Twitter. <laughs> exactly. It's a momentum for mm. you to remember the good times that you I was. Shared. I was ecstatically high when she replied. Yeah. And, and uh, high on life, not high in the uh, the the proverbial uh, you're term. Both, and uh, I, it's um, that's that. No, you don't say that because then people in the comments will think that you no, genuinely I, do I, get I, high. I do not blaze. I do not blaze. <laughs> Four twenty is not my number. There's many other things. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that really tickled me. I do not blaze. It's like uh, I did. Not, I did not inhale. <laughs> is that the Cameron? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, oh it, it, it is weird, like you know, because a lot of people. I'm I'm really happy that the the Nia Jax thing has caught on as a friendship based thing. Yeah, because I never I never wanted it to come across like a, uh, like I really fan because I mean she's a lovely lovely attractive woman, but I I wanted to be 
I just want to be friends with you. I want I wanted that to be the storyline. And I think most people got on board with that. And it does, it does kind of, it, I feel like I'm friends with her. It feels like I'm friends with her. It's really weird. That's what social media has done, that you can confuse and blur these lines. And I'm part of it. Like, you yeah. know, like, uh, we, we brought up Chad earlier at the Fishmonger. Like, I feel like he's my friend. We've never met. Like, what a strange digital relationship that is. Look at Dan. But uh, the, the, like, uh, you know, one, one step up from that, I, like, I feel like that with, with Nia Jax. And, like, everyone's saying... She's with Enzo now. She's with Enzo Amore now. And I know, like, this is a kayfabe thing. And I know, like, it's not a romantic relationship. It's purely friendship. But I would be lying if it didn't make me feel a little bit weird. I really wish wish I'd given you that one first before you drank more. (laughs) (laughs) It would have gone down better. This is pub chat. But that, that, that is that is a great present. Thank that you very much. I mean, so this it's a is a bit too emotionally vulnerable. Right this now. is my final one, and it also feels cloth based. It is cloth based. So let, let me. I'm going to open this from this end because yeah, it isn't. It isn't as good as yours. It's easier to get to. No, no, no it's right. You don't need to pretend. But I got you an extra present. Uh, one fit. Soft, cool underwear, man. So uh, you've got to open this. Oh, one obviously, up. absolutely. Because actually, I mean, fun fact for you listeners, I absolutely love. I, I genuinely do. I don't think you'll like this one. <laughs> whoa, okay, whoa, hang on. What's going on here? Have you bought me a wrestling singlet? It's an actual wrestling singlet. It's an underwear-based wrestling singlet. Oh my god, look at this! So I thought you were a newly married man. Yeah. You like wrestling. You can be. A wrestler for your wife. Look how much... Look at this. There's, I mean, it's there. <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's an expanded bit. Oh, They've my God. They've taken into account how large your testicles are. I am. I cannot wait to send this to my wife. It's going to be so funny. What do you mean, send it? She's not going to put it on. <laughs> oh, I mean, send a picture of it. Um, or With you just, in it. Or, yeah, or I could just put it on. <laughs> That's what exactly what I'm going to do. When we finish recording this, I'm going to go put this on and I'm going to get you to take a picture of me. You don't have me. to press stop. <laughs> you can do it here. Just get changed. Just get changed, man. It's all right. Maybe we'll do that as like the big closing. Post credits. The Mar- post credits. <laughs> Every Marvel movie ends that way. <laughs> that is a wonderful gift. Thank you very much. I really appreciate that. That's, that's lovely. Thank you. I mean, you. The, the, the problem was yeah. the Atlas Chaps version wasn't available on Prime. Is that what you were going for? Oh, that was on Prime. It was on Amazon. Yeah, I mean, I thought you went to like some specialist for it or something. So that was uh, that was your third present. But thank you very okay, much. Okay, so uh, we will have one more present. It's yeah. Luke's birthday present, which is a genuine, sincere one. God, you, I honestly, honestly, you outdid me on the present. Oh, that's not true you, at all. Uh, that's absolutely not true. Not certainly not with the forcible entry I and think that for, singlet. Forcible entry is is there, but the other ones I did for jokes, you you mixed jokes and and sincerity very well. Well, because I love you, man, and I'm, I'm very I'm very happy much. to be here. Next year I'm going to beat you. Is not that, that it's a competition? It's competition. But now that it's, I know these are the stakes. <laughs> So it's come on, let's do your quiz. Okay, we're going to we're going to do a movie quiz. So um, as Ollie alluded to earlier, one of my traditions uh, around these sort of times, I love doing quizzes. I love being quiz master. My brother, in fact, actually made a career out of being a pub quizman. Did he really? He did. When he was out in Sweden, old Ben, old Ben, because in Sweden they don't have pub quizzes. So and while he was living in Sweden, but they're so culturally advanced. I know, but 
it, he so then he was like, I'm just going to bring across the English pub wow, quiz. So he created. My brother was called. Is what well, was he is called Ben. <laughs> he was called Ben. I mean, I call him Benji Banji. But he created. Really? Yeah, it's, uh, that's why I was called Benji yeah. Banji. Um, my wife started calling him that now as well. It's hilarious. Um, I really like your brother. He's brilliant. Isn't I really he? like your brother and his uh, current girlfriend. Yeah. yeah did you get yeah, time yeah. to speak to them at the wedding? Well, me and uh, my lady partner did, and it turns out. Uh, my lady partner and Ben's lady partner have a lot in common. Both vegetarians. Uh, and and sort of performing arts. Yes, uh, absolutely. Yeah, because she's a singer. Yeah. 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 Um, so we liked, I like doing quizzes. I like doing, my, my brother is a, is a quiz master. I love doing quizzes. So I like spending time writing quizzes. However, as it turns out... Do you lo- like being the banker in Monopoly? No. Actually, you know, actually, maybe I do like being the banker a little bit, but that's all based on money, and I'm not very good with numbers. You're a general manager. That's what you Well, yeah, I'm not very good with numbers. I was very lucky to get a B in maths at GCSE, Mm. um, and I did not pursue it any further. Um, But what I have discovered is that what I think might be like a slightly easy question. (laughs) It's going to be so long. It's going to be so long. I will will speed through this. What I think might be an easy question actually isn't, but I've got two rounds here. That are okay. based on, but what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to give you a piece of paper so you can write down your answers. Oh, uh, can I not just say them? Yeah, okay, we can do it that way. Then yeah. that'd be more dramatic. More impactful. dramatic. Play along at home. Sure. But that's what I mean. The problem is, I'll is delay that mine a bit. You delay yours. Okay, so film round is the first one. So, but you should say that no one has gotten above, above eight out of ten. Well, no seven because they wow. got eight because of I gave them an extra point for their out team of name. 20. So, at a twenty points, no one in my friendship group that has done this quiz has got more than seven. And to be honest, I would like to say <laughs> I don't think this is a particularly difficult qu- uh, Christmas quiz. A Christmas. You're right. We should do it with pens. Yeah. If uh, if people if want people to play, play at home. home. Yeah. So uh, pause pause the video. Get some get, pen. A, get a pen and paper. Find something to write and on. And we'll uh, maybe use the back of Renee Young. How dare <laughs> you? How very bloody dare you? But let's try it. Do you want to see some fun stuff in here? That's my um, Dungeons and Dragons um, quest stuff where we currently are at the moment. That's, where me, that's me tracking time. Um, that's the rooms that we were in. That's kind of like our positions. And he's going to write. Um, nope, nope. He's going to draw a, 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 well, a very long, very uh, heavy ended penis at the end there with um, a dotted line emanating from the tip. Um, very nice. Thank you. What else am I drawing? Uh, and veins as well and mm, what is this here <laughs> well in fact actually I might as well just uh, put the uh, was that alright for YouTube that I don't know be too much. I think we demonetized long ago <laughs> okay. I would always right. uh I would always draw this picture. So well, hang on, don't, don't draw on this because you need to answer questions. I'm not going to answer all this sheet, though. Well, there's okay, 10 I'll, questions. Okay, so I would always draw on my, my friend's maths books yeah. a hill. Right, that's a hill. You didn't bet you better. I would camera. do a, a tree <laughs> above it. Yeah. Which, you know, <laughs> a, a, a tree on a hill also looks a lot like a fart. I mean, oh. Oh, I see a penis into an anus. <laughs> but that was me at school. I didn't do that. I went, I went far more childish, apparently. Okay, okay, so if you're playing at home, you've got your pen and paper now. Okay, so question number one. So what round is this? It's the film round. Okay. Question number one, all Christmas movie based. What is the name of the snowman who oh. gives Buddy the Elf advice in Elf? Oh, N.A. Don't know. Question number two. What is the name of the song only found in the VHS release of Muppets Christmas Carol? <laughs> N-A. Oh my god. 
Thought I might have a chance. No. Uh, question number three. The 1966 version of How the Grinch Stole Christmas is narrated by which universal horror icon? And you can take a stab in the dark on well, that one. Boris Karloff and... Uh, I can't remember the other guy's name, so I'm just going to write Boris Karloff. Question number four. What is the pseudonym of Harry and Marv in Home Alone 2, Lost in New York? Can't remember. Uh, well, you should get this one. Question number five. What town is It's a Wonderful Life set in? Oh, come on, Ollie. This is your favourite film of all time. I know that for a fact. This is your favourite film of all time. I don't know. <laughs> I don't... Any other hour. You asked me <laughs> half an hour ago, I could tell you. Oh, my God. That's embarrassing. Question number six. Jingle All The Way is based on the shopping craze of which 1980s girl's toy? 1980s. Why is Bratz in my mind? <laughs> I'll, I'll give you a clue. It's not Bratz. Well, I'm going to say Barbie. No, 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 no. I mean, I'm pretty sure Cabbage Patch was 90s. I'm going to say Cabbage Patch. <laughs> Question... Well, what was that? Question number six. six. Question number seven. Where was Kevin supposed to go in Home Alone? Mm. And you can't say the airport as Paris. someone else tried to write. I'm going to say Paris. Question number eight. What is the name of the building in Die Hard? Oh, I know this. Oh, look at oh. this, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, but, you know, N.A. <laughs> oh, my God, this is right. annoying. Okay, this is my, my favourite question of the entire round. How many individual stories are there in Love Actually? I should really fill this with time for well, uh, with actual sounds okay. for podcast listeners. Otherwise, gonna, it sounds like there's dead air. I'm going to write what I thought, but I don't think it's right. It's a stab in the dark. And finally, you get one point for this at home. The three rules for looking after a mogwai. Okay, so that's... I mean, that's the only one I remember. <laughs> well, you only One get a, point for all. Yeah, you get one point for all three. Your... Um, Earlier claims that you thought you might beat the seven. Well, I just thought you're. Uh... I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't know it was this quick. Just, I didn't know it was <laughs> just seeing what you've written for the second thing. <laughs> and I'm just going to draw a penis for the last round. Okay, so. So, music Second round. round. It's the music round. It's all based on Christmas number ones. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to read you nine Christmas number ones. And I want you to tell me the year oh, they were Christmas number one. God. However, one of them is a red herring. And if you guess the red herring, that gives you a bonus point. So it wasn't a Christmas number one. It wasn't a Christmas number one. I get, can I? I'm very good at knowing what song something is from the first like three notes. Well, that's not but this that round. Isn't the, but no, that's I, not this I'd round. be very good at that if it was. Okay. Well, okay. So here we go. So number one, Slade. Merry Christmas, everybody. I should speculate. Oh, speculate. I should say as well. This is UK Christmas number one. Okay. okay. Uh, number two, Mr. Blobby. Mr. Blobby. Okay. Number three, Bob the Builder. Can we fix it? Okay. Number four, Shaking Stevens, Merry Christmas, everyone. It is. Number five. Oh, oh no, one more time. Yeah. Number five, Michael Andrews and Gary Jules, Mad World. Two thousand and 
It's Donnie Darko year. When was Donnie Darko released? Question uh, number six. This is tough, man. This Question is number tough... six. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. What Mud. Question number six. Mud. Lonely this Christmas. What a tune that is as well. Everyone thinks it's Elvis. Question. Well, it's, it's done yeah. intentionally. Though. Question number seven. Rage Against the Machine. Killing in the name of. Well, the joke is that's very recent for a troll campaign. Yes, it was. But when. When was it? Oh my god! Fun fact for you: I was, I was doing the lad cast when uh, this was Christmas number one. Was it? So okay. oh, I just giving you a bit of a clue there. Uh, question number eight: Wham! Last Christmas. Well, that's the red herring. Oh, we need more fun now, won't we? Well, uh, I mean, I mean, hopefully that will change this year. I mean, that's the campaign to get it yeah. number one. This also, year. have you written down an actual year for it as well? Even if you think it's the red herring, it still needs a year. And lastly, number nine, Spice Girls. Too much. What a tune that is, by the way. It's bad enough, bad enough. I need someone to make Okay, come me on. Me. Hit me. Hit okay, me. so the film quiz, question number one. What is the name of the snowman who gives Buddy the elf advice in Elf? Leon. Yep, nothing, did not get that. Question number two. What is the name of the song only found in the VHS release of Muppet's Christmas Carol? Love it when love is gone. <laughs> Do you know what's funny about that as well? Because it was but cut. You are a dickhead. It's because it was filmed and it was cut from the theatrical release. But the reprisal at the end of the song is when love is found. So it actually ties oh, into okay. that song. You know what's similar for Muppets yeah. is Tex Richmond's cut song. Yeah. Which completely explains the villain of the Muppets movie's character. Yeah. But they've cut it from the thing. And it's, it's like even. It's like one verse they cut. So that's 40 seconds from the overall runtime. But it completely explains why he's the bad guy. That the that he doesn't laugh at the Muppets. Yeah, baffling. Okay, I didn't know. I didn't know that was the case over two Muppets films. That's yeah. interesting. Question number three: The nineteen sixty six version of How the Grinch Stole Christmas is narrated by which Universal horror icon? Boris Karloff. I got it right. What is the pseudonym of Harry and Marvin Home Alone two? The Sticky Bandits. Uh- I knew that. It was the wet bandits and then it was the sticky bandits with the sellotape on their hands. That's right. But I didn't get it. This is the one that's going to sting the most. What is the name of the town in It's a Wonderful Life? Bedford Falls. Folks, it is my favourite film of all time. (laughs) Makes you cry, right? Within multiple times. (laughs) Uh, From the uh, flashback to the drugstore. I'm going to throw a lash around the moon. Uh, bring it right back for there I mean the drugstore flashback is within like 10 minutes mm. and I start crying oh then. man that drugstore flashback is uh, and he heartbreaking. saves his I'm gonna cry thinking about <laughs> come on uh, tell me number 6 uh, Jingle All The Way is based on the shopping craze of which popular 1980s girls toy Cabbage Patch Kids <laughs> was right absolutely right with your stab in the dark uh, question number 7 where was Kevin supposed to go in Home Alone Paris got that one what is the name of the building in Die Hard the Nakatomi Plaza yeah how many individual stories are there in Love Actually? I put eight. Nine. <laughs> oh, so close. I went through them. And I, I stabbed. There was a stabbing. Did you forget the porn one? There was a porn one? Yeah, with Martin Freeman. Where well, they meet on a porn set. I thought, if anything, that would be the one I remember the most. That's the one that everyone forgets. Wow. And the three rules for looking after a gremlin you have written. Don't feed after midnight. Don't F it. <laughs> And then I just 
wrote a penis sign up. Okay, that. so obviously the three rules are don't feed it after midnight, don't expose it to bright light, right. and don't get it wet. Wet, of course. Uh, yeah. If if you leave me with a pen and paper long enough, I will draw a penis. Okay, that's well, that's that's what we've today. learned from today. So I got three. Three from there, so you got four to, to match everyone else in this final round. So, number one, Slade, Merry Christmas, everybody, 1973. Oh, I was way off, 1977. Uh, Mr. Blobby, Mr. Blobby, what have you got? 94. 93. So close, man. Bob the Builder, can we fix it? 2001. 2000. <laughs> oh, mate. <laughs> Shaking Stevens, Merry Christmas, everyone. 89. 85. Oh, way off. Uh, Michael Andrews, Gary Jules, Mad World. 05. 03. Mm, okay. Mud, Lonely This Christmas. 76. 74. Rage Against the Machine, Killing in the Name of. 2010. 2009. <laughs> oh, Davis, mate. Uh, number eight, Wham, Last Christmas. Red Herring, 1989. It's, it is the Red Herring, but it's 84. Well, wow. oh, I was, oh, that's a way off. Wow. It reached, nine, it reached uh, number two in the UK charts. Okay. And finally, Spice Girls Too Much. 98. 97. They did have one in 98, though. They had, three, was... they had three consecutive Christmas number ones. So three out of 20. Who's you, got four out, is... you got four out of 20. One, two, three. Oh, with the red hair. Yeah. Four out of 20. Well, I feel like that was a very hard quiz. There'll be people in the comments that will tell, tell me it was too easy. I guarantee you. Wow. Okay, so final thing to do because Luke literally has to go. I do. Because you're seeing the. Uh, I'm seeing the Twilight Zone in theatre at the Almeida Theatre in Islington. And we've finished off the wine, haven't we? We sure have. So let's. Uh, have you finished yours? Um, I've got like the last dregs. I've of my got left. one sip. So let's finish that. That was delightful. So we've done Christmas. I have to edit this, by the way, when we leave. No, you don't. This is this is one continuous take. Well, no, I know, but I still, I, still got to, I still have to put it into, and I've got to put the um, the fishmonger in there. Uh, happy birthday! Thank you very much. This is, this is a, so. This is this, this is a genuine one. Okay, so this because, is quite uh, thick. No matter how much I rib you for it, I will support your direction in your chosen path. Interesting. <laughs> okay. So, I think I might know what this might be connected to. I hope... Um, <laughs> it is... It is... Vegan in seven delicious plant-based recipes... Oh, my God, look at this. Delicious plant-based recipes in seven ingredients or fewer. Amazing! So, this is to help me, because I'm trying to go vegan, or more vegan in 2018. I'm doing my best in 2017, but I'm, uh, I'm looking to do much better come 2018 this is amazing thank you so much this is a really lovely and thoughtful gift it, it just came out as a new release is it really i'm, I'm told it's uh it's the vegan cookbook to have oh my this, god this is amazing this my wife is gonna love this so i'm pretty sure everything in there is based off the same roughly seven ingredients or everything needs yeah. seven ingredients so it's 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 meant to be relatively easy. That's incredible. Thank you so much. This is honestly brilliant. This is re- I'm, I honestly, I mean I love this. But my wife is really going to love this. Thank so you. This is this is actually useful. This <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Like, like this I, isn't a, a rubbish watch. Like I I am going to love this. I'm going to love forcible entry, and I'm also, I mean, actually, my wife is going to love the, uh, the spandex oh, that I you bet bought she me. Is. That's, but that's who it's really for. Yeah. I'm not, maybe I shouldn't take a picture. I mean, I know we promised a big finish with me wearing it. 
<laughs> no, 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 no. We've got. No, I know we promised. Go. I was going to say. I know we promised a big finish, but we won't actually do it. But I might not even send my my picture. I'm just going to put it on tonight. Right. And I'm going to show her what what you bought me. Film my reaction. <laughs> put it in the thing. Okay, I'll make, well, sure, I'll make sure she's wearing something uh, respectable because she was, usually isn't around the house. Bless that, her heart. That was the the feel good finish to oh, this a is lovely, very festive edition of uh, Wrestle Ramble. Genuinely, thank you all so much. Yes, thank Swaff you, Swaff Nation. Get a bit emotional now because the the guard is down mm. because of the two bottles of white wine that we've, <laughs> that we've drunk. Yeah. Uh, but thank you. It's it's so much fun to do these, and it's it's very. I mean, it's fun to do these, but let's be honest. That the the best part is that people like watching it. Yes, and <laughs> because I, be weird. I I do get genuine enjoyment and joy from waking up the following morning because the podcast or the podcast the videos usually go about like nine ten ish. Waking up the following morning and seeing like the full reaction to the episode, even when people don't like my thoughts or say that I'm an idiot or a proper d hole or whatever. <laughs> I, I genuinely love it. I love going through and I like seeing people's reactions. So it, it really warms my heart and I'd like to send my own special thank you out to the SWAF Nation and to you, Oliver Davis, for, for bringing me in here and getting, giving me my, my dream job. And to you, the SWAF Nation, for, for accepting me and accepting some modicum of change. So it, it really does warm my heart that many of you have, uh, have uh, do like me. Yeah, it's what I always thought uh, when people said, you know, when The Rock says, it's the millions and millions of fans. I was like, even even as a teenager, I thought, yeah, but, you know, you're The Rock. Mm-hmm. You don't need the fans. It wasn't until I understood the concept of of having people who, who watch your stuff. It's actually quite rewarding, and you do value them a tremendous amount, as I hope we showed with the fishmonger. Yes. Who, um, you know, in my opinion, isn't, isn't worth it. I don't think he's good. Oh, let's not uh, get into this now. Let's I, not get into a booking meeting. I, this isn't a booking meeting. I don't think he's got... He's a B... <sighs> if you ask me... Oh, no, don't say he's it! He's a C plus plus. Oh! C... C... <laughs> well, I got, the, I got the pun, but still. I just thought you didn't react enough for the pun. But, uh, yeah. But even, even, you know, bar that, the C minus player. Thank you very much, and a Merry Christmas to one and all. We really should plug the videos that are coming below us. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.